So welcome everybody to the next in our series of podcasts where I, Bob Parker, chat with qualifiers from the Chairman's Bonus Pool from 2020. Delighted to have on Zoom with me this evening, Juliana Bevan. Juliana, congratulations on being a Chairman's Bonus Qualifier again and thanks for joining me this evening. Thank you very much and thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Well, you had a, you had a very, very busy 2020, Juliana, a baby. Yeah. You, I think we're number four in the UK by the time we got to the end of the year, though. So you had a, a good year. You obviously were a chairman's bonus qualifier. You're part of the UK leadership team. And I think from memory, your business grew by over 20 percent in 2020. So good year and a busy yeah. year. Very good busy year. Yes, absolutely. There's that saying, isn't there? If you want a job done, find a busy person. So that was you in 2020. Yeah, definitely. Different year for all of us, though, of course. Um, you know, locked down pretty much from March and uh, having to work from home. What, what did you learn in 2020 about, about your business? Um, I learned in 2020 how adaptable my business is. And yeah. actually, I, when I say my business, I say I mean our business, our industry in working online, because whoever would have thought that you get to a point in life, you'd have a global pandemic or something like that would happen. And the only really surviving businesses that would kind of boom is an online business. Like whoever would have thought that that would happen, you know? And we've seen big high street names going under and we've seen these high street names and shops that you'd all rely on, that you'd think that get a shop on the high street, you'll be okay. Even, you know, my sister, when she got a salon and she was like, I'll get a salon, I'll be okay. And they haven't been able to open. Whereas we've been able to, okay, we've been doing everything online but it's been exactly the same really if not better results yeah. than being out there around people so I've learned that that our business is very adaptable it's a very secure business and I'm so thankful that you know I'm operating in, a, in an industry in a business like this that we can choose it to be what we want really yeah, it's almost at times uh, a little embarrassing when you're talking to people in, in the real world, if you like, not in the forever world, that we are doing so well. And of course, yeah. you know, not only have we benefited from technology, we've also benefited from people being more health conscious than ever before and wanting to stay fit and healthy and, and needing our products for that. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's been a whole shift in the world in terms of like people would only really look at an alternative kind of health product or benefit or tonic I suppose if they were um if there was something wrong with them and I yeah. feel like we've moved to a day and age now where we're all looking as a preventative I agree and that's exciting for me because that's what I'm really passionate about and I get to help lots of people do that and obviously as you know we've got the most incredible product um that we that we use as well that, that's packed full of full of goodness yes yeah, I've seen it in all sorts of ways. I've had people chat to me about, I don't know, they've read something about vitamin D. People in my village who've never really talked about my products before talk to me about that. And then we live on a tiny little lane that's normally got no traffic down it. But for the last year, I've never seen so many people walking down it and cycling yeah. down it. And, yeah. You know, yeah. As you say, it's not, it's now about, you know, we realize, well, we've always realized, but a wider part of the population realize that they need to stay healthy to prevent getting ill. And I think that's a great um, 
achievement for our industry actually yeah. it's a great milestone for our industry yeah, definitely let's backtrack a little bit then because you know new people listening to our podcast this evening might think oh number four in the country and big successful business owner let's go back to before you started forever how did you learn about forever firstly maybe that's a good question yeah, so I used to work um, for a bank. I was in a company, I worked for a company called Lloyd's CSB Insurance. I was in that career for about nine years. And over the course of the years, I've managed to get myself in a considerable amount of debt. I was in about £35,000 worth of debt, believe it or not. I was only 20, how old am I now? I was 25 at the time. That is a lot of debt for a young girl. It was paying off partners' debt and just stupid things like that that you've done in the past. You know, we've all been there. And I was stuck with it. Um, and I found myself stuck in a position where I'd worked my work up quite well for a young age to where I was in my corporate job. But what happened is that I'd hit the trappings of that corporate success where um, I was overworked, underpaid for the hours that I was putting in and what I was getting paid. But I was in debt and anybody who's in debt know that you'll never have money when you're in debt and I needed more money and unfortunately for me the level that I was in my career I, I wasn't eligible to do any overtime so I couldn't make any money there. It was ridiculous that my hours were so sporadic any time between eight and eight which stopped me and weekends so stopped me from being able to get a part-time job because I didn't know what kind of rotor system I'd be on etc. So I was literally when I say trapped I mean like I was trapped so I just I didn't see how I was ever going to get out of this debt and it was just crippling me um and then just somebody who I worked with came in and um she said Jules you know would you be interested in earning an extra income alongside what we do and obviously alarm bells was great going off in terms of this is exactly what I need because I could do it part-time flexibly and that's exactly what I did um and I built a phenomenal retail business um very very quickly because I was so I was so passionate about the products. I worked in an office. Everybody loved it. They used to call me Hello Vera when I'd walk past them in the office. And um, they even got me a T-shirt with Hello Vera on it. Uh, like, Hello Vera, you know that little saying, like, everyone makes fun. And, um, yeah, and that's how it started, really. Um, did you get immediate success? Did you get traction straight away or...? In terms of the products, I, I did, yes, but I was very, I, I don't think I actually really realised what opportunity I had my hands on, right. which is ironic now being one of the top leaders, but I didn't realise how, how huge it could go. And I don't think it was because I didn't realise how big the business could be. I think I closed my mind off on that part of it because I didn't ever think that it would be something that would be an option for me little old me do you know what I mean so yeah. I was quite comfortable earning two to four hundred pounds per month off the product because I kind of thought I could do that if I look at kind of my self-worth and my self-esteem it was like yeah you can do that because that's how much I felt like I was worth you know um whereas any of the bigger stuff anymore I didn't think I'd ever get there so like a confidence thing really or a belief thing yeah so yeah. how, did you, how did you start to build your confidence and your belief and, and get that traction that you obviously did get because 
you've, you've worked your way right up the league table. Yeah, and it just went from strength to strength. So I think it happened for me in little bite-sized chunks. So <clears throat> I was retailing the product and I was earning a couple of hundred pounds. And it was kind of like, well, if I'm earning that, maybe I can earn a bit more. And then I'd earn a bit more. And then that would build my confidence. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, well, let me try a little bit more. And then that would build my confidence. And then that was just retail. And I hadn't even thought about building a team and helping other people, to be honest. Now I think, what was I doing? Because, you know, I could see how that extra couple of hundred pounds was helping me out. It could be helping loads of people out. Um, And it was only that one of my friends in work said to me, Jules um I want to join your team <laughs> and genuinely Bob I didn't know what to do I went oh, you sure? <laughs> oh I, I don't quite know what to do here I was like you want to join me she was like yeah I want to join your team I want to be in your team so I was like oh I don't know what to do now really? and then um she joined and then I just felt a sense of responsibility then you know and and I'm somebody that I would never expect somebody to do something I'm not prepared to do myself yeah. and we very much learned together and I, I kind of got the bug then of helping people, you know, because she was doing great. And then she had recruited a few people into her team to help and we were helping them and it just felt really good. Um, and then it kind of just grew from there, really. So how, how long was it before you got to say manager in the marketing plan after you started? A good two years. Um, I went. So after six months, I recruited my first person. Um, after eight months, I'd gone supervisor. And then I think it was nine, well, I think it was about eight to nine months, I'd gone then straight to assistant manager. And then I sat at assistant manager then because I just never believed that I could get to manager. Um, and then something happened in my personal life where it was like, I had to do this, you yeah. know? and that what put a rocket at my bottom and within three months I'd gone manager then and then again now I was like my god if I can do that in three months blinking heck you know and it just built my confidence each step of the way then I think you your journey is not that dissimilar to very many other people though you see a lot of people come in and and, you know, it's obvious that forever successful. It's obvious that the products are good very quickly to most people. But the question always is, can I do it? You know, will it work for me? And I think that's often that journey is about, as you just said, small successes sometimes. Every time you get a small success, you just boost your confidence a little bit more and you edge a little bit more out of your comfort zone. And Definitely. And I think it goes on your surroundings as well and what you're used to. So I've never been around growing up people with a lot of money. I've only ever been around people that struggled, you know, and that's what it was. So the idea, it just never came natural to me because I wasn't from that background to go and earn loads of money. So it never was a a thought process. And as you know, now I know what you think about is what you'll bring about. So because my I never had those big expectations, I never achieved them. Whereas you could be someone that has been from a different background to me and had it maybe a bit more then your belief systems are a bit higher, you know. And that's what I think the great thing about Forever in this company is, is that especially for me, it allows you to be whatever you want to be, no matter where you've been in the past. Yeah, I agree. I and think that's a great thing. 
It is, but I think one of the things you've also um, illustrated there is it's important not to compare yourself to others in forever living because we do start in the same place in that we're all, you know, assistant supervisor when we get started. But, you know, our, our skill set, our experience, our confidence is different from person to person, which is why sometimes you see people go very quickly through the plan and others take more time. And I think the danger is... as well. Yeah. You know? My, my like I didn't have a great network of people yeah. you know I built that network over over the over the time you know so that's a big thing to um to think of as well and and like you were just gonna I think I interrupted you sorry you're gonna go in to say the danger is that you can you know be stuck in that place of comparing and think that you yeah can't think do you it. can't do it yeah. yeah you know I think the great thing about forever if you see it in the right light is there are lots of people to get inspired by you know you can get inspired by their journey the challenges they faced how they um, you know worked on their mindset to 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 be a more positive person that's a really positive thing to do but when you look at people and go oh I could never do that or I'm not you know I'm not I can't do this because I'm not going as fast as they are that's a dangerous thing to do isn't it yeah, definitely. And and that sneaks in for all of us, you know. I, I can sometimes feel like that. Like I was just talking to you now and I think, you know, oh God, because um, I've obviously got two small children and my plan was always to build my business so I can take that time um, with the kids and work really part time around them. And then I sit there and think, gosh, why I'm not really going quick enough. Where, what's going on here? And then I have to remind myself because this was the plan, Jules. Like you. Yeah. Yeah. But so even even me now being in the leadership team and where I am in business, it's still you can still catch yourself comparing yourself. That never goes away because we're human beings. But the the thing that you have to do is be very aware of the thought process that are coming in. And instead of staying in the moment, recognize it and change it really quickly. Yeah. And of course, you know. Being your own boss as you are, you have that complete freedom over how you use your time. And what I observe with yourself and very many other moms like like you is you find those little nooks and crannies of time. Whereas I guess, you know, people listening in to our podcast this evening who've got a conventional job are used to working, I don't know, nine to five or whatever the hours are in a block. Whereas you know, what you do is an hour here, 20 minutes there, 40 minutes yeah. there, and it all adds up, but it's just a different way of working, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you just get into your little flow and your little habit, you know? Yeah. But then no. it's working, but it doesn't feel like working, does it? Let's be fair. Like, I'm sat here now, I'm going to chat to you. This was what you could really see as work, but I can wait to come on and have a chat with Bob tonight. You know, it's pretty, well, it is, if you enjoy what you do, then it doesn't feel like work. And... That's true. And I think particularly when you get to the point where, you know, you have success from it, you know how the business works, you've mastered the things you need to master, then you can, um, you know, you have a much more relaxed way of life then to most people. And of course, you don't have a boss telling you you've got to do more or you need to do that. So you can set your own agenda, which is, you know, one of the beauties of the uh, of the industry. Yeah. Exactly. Now, I know you you have worked really hard on your mindset over the over the years, Juliana, and, and that's a constant focus for you. What 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 do you do to stay positive? What what have you found works for you in terms of keeping yourself on the right track mentally? Um, so for me, it's very much um, uh, remembering my goals to start with, because that really kind of inspires me. So I've always got goals. I think that 
when I didn't have any goals uh, right at the beginning is when I it, I struggled. I, did, I couldn't get traction because it was like it was easier not to do, to do something to do something so that was the always the first step um and for me it was always recognized now I mean then I went on to working out what my limiting because it's slightly different to what I do now to what I did at the beginning so I'll go through it all so then I was very much um identifying what was holding me back in terms of like any limiting beliefs um that telling myself I wasn't good enough telling myself stuff like that doesn't happen to people like you you know that horrible person on the side of your shoulder that likes to give you a bad uh, uh, give you some grief really kind of dealing with that and turning the negatives that you think about yourself and just flipping it into a positive and then I read that to myself daily like three times a day until it because you tell yourself something enough and you start to believe it so I think I really started to be my own cheerleader yeah uh, for one um and now what I do is I'm still my own cheerleader I still tell myself the great things every day um and my, so I suppose you call them positive affirmations I'll tell myself every day um uh, I, I do a bit of like positive meditation as well and I always wake up in the morning and say the three things that I'm really grateful for and I always go to bed and say the three things that I'm grateful for that day so you're starting on a positive ending on a positive but myself like most um, especially with lockdown I really had to work harder um, than ever on my uh, mindset and um, what that has been is not doing anything different I think the key to keeping in the great mindset is just to be so conscious of your feelings and your aware and awareness of how you feel. So instead of just feeling low one day and thinking like, oh gosh, I feel low and let that roll into the next day, is thinking, right, you know, if I'm feeling low, I'm obviously feeling some kind of negative thoughts because the chances are if you're thinking negatively you'll feel bad if you're thinking positively you'll feel good um and it's about so that's what I'm doing I'd be very very aware of my feelings and my mood and really try and kind of pick myself out of it and it could be that I watch a really great kind of positive training or YouTube or sit and do my gratitudes more but it's being really aware and it's practicing it daily you know and this is really a skill set that I guess you've developed because I guess when you came into Forever Living, when I'm listening to your language there about positive affirmations and stuff like that, for very many people when they're getting started, this is a sort of alien language we're using. Yeah. They have no idea what this means, but this is something you've developed over time. Yeah. And no offence, like when someone told me to do a gold board, I thought that was a bit of American claptrap. I was like, what on earth is all of this? Oh my gosh. And now I'm like, I could so be like live in America and be this like out there American kind of, you know, positive, because they're so positive, you know, it's not a negative. It's like, gosh, you know, they do that in, in you know, they're so positive in America. They do all that kind of stuff. Um, it's one of the best things I ever did. And I was quite a negative person, really, not like a, a, not a very nice person, but I mean, in terms of glass was always half empty person, you know, yeah. oh God. You know, those when I wake up in the morning, people wake up and they're like, oh, God, stub your toe. This is how today's going to be now. I'm going to have a bad day. It was like that. And that's why I'm so thankful for with Forever is that um, it's given me a lot of things in my life experiences. It's given me a lot of financial reward. It's given me a dream life. Um, but if all of that was taken away tomorrow, the person that it's made me 
can never be taken away. That's deep rooted now. And, and I've learned how to just be happy in yeah. myself. And that's powerful, you know, and that is what this has done because of the influences of the mindset and positivity and things. I never would have learned that. No, that is, that is the most powerful thing that you could possibly learn, you know, and, you, you know, you've traveled the world as I have. And, you know, people often say money makes you happy. It doesn't, it doesn't make you happy or unhappy. I've met some very wealthy, unhappy people. I've met some very poor, happy people and vice versa. Mm -hmm. It is about that's how you feel about yourself and the world you live in. That's the most powerful thing that you can master. Yeah. Um, but interestingly when you do that and you have that self-confidence then your money does tend to follow doesn't it which is yeah, what you discovered. A magnet. <laughs> absolutely so over the over the years how many chairman's bonus checks have you picked up gosh you're asking me now um i don't know the answer by the way i, I should do but i don't i should um seven seven how long have i been in the business eight years no yeah. 11 years i've been in the business you so, a couple of years to get to manager, so that's nine years. So yeah, you've probably got at least yeah. that. This is probably your eighth check. This will be my eighth. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, ever totaled them up? Yes, yeah, way over coming up to like <laughs> gotta be nearly like two million. No, nearly like a million. Yeah, easily a million. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Amazing. It is, isn't it? Considering I'm 36. <laughs> six years of age and the funniest thing is I started my business at 25 and I was so paranoid that no one would take me seriously because I was like really young at the time I was one of the youngest kind of people in the business yeah. um and now I feel old feel old <laughs> 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 a long way to go before you're old, but you know, what, what you know, I observe looking in there, what a marvelous position to be in so young in life where you've got that financial security, you've got the confidence, you've got that perfect work life balance. You know, if we could rewind the clock 15 years and interview Juliana, I wonder whether you ever could have imagined yeah. that that would come to be. Bob, I don't even, it doesn't even sink in now, and I'm living the life. Yeah. You know, I catch myself and I'm just like, wow, like, what if? Yeah. And, you know, it was one point in this business that I nearly gave up. Yeah. And I just think, oh, oh my gosh, can you I'm imagine? Sure. Shudder. Yeah, but I'm sure, you know, if we talk to very many of the leaders and they were honestly talking, they would say there have been times when everybody's felt that way because, you know, sometimes it can be tough. You know, never life never goes, whether it's business life or personal life, never goes, you know, swimmingly well all the time. There's always challenges, there's always bends in the road you've got to negotiate. And uh, that's part of growing, isn't it? And what I've learned is the moment that you just about, and this sounds so cliche because you see it on the quotes, but honestly, it's genuinely happened to me. The moment that you think that you're going to give up, literally just around the corner is when it's just about to happen. Yeah. And it did, genuinely did. Yeah. So what's on the goal list for the next years? What, what would you like to achieve next? Um, I just genuinely want to help so and I said this before on one of the trainings and it's still the same um I just want to help so many people like the where we're in right now in the world as you know is bleak but I think it's going to about to get bleaker 
for a lot of people and a lot of people are going to have that stuffing knocked out of them they're going to be lost they're not going to know what to do their confidence is going to be hit they're going to be having self-worth problems they could you know it's going to be quite difficult for a lot of people and I just want to my main aim is to just try and help as many people as I can I really want to focus on helping my team also grow um, and give them the tools and the skills to be able to help other people as well um, and yeah and do the UK proud get yeah. the UK up there that's that's a great message and uh, that's a great goal to have but I, I think you're right I think you know through no fault of their own very many of our population will have a difficult you know few years now because of you know financial insecurity and companies failing and I think you know, that's really sad, but having the courage and the confidence to reach out and help people is a worthwhile cause. And for me, looking at our business now, I'm very, very excited for the new people getting started because I do think this is a, a golden era for us, you know, more focus on health. So therefore, people bigger demand for our products and more need for something stable financially. Um, you know, and we have a model that will do that. I think new people joining now can achieve in a shorter period of time, actually success uh, because of the, the, the climate we find ourselves in. Yeah. And you can reach more people, you know? Yeah. You With technology. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. And people aren't afraid of technology now. This is one thing lockdown's done. We've seen, I remember before lockdown, trying to get somebody onto an online yeah. um, kind of business presentation and they didn't know what link to press. Now people have been having Zoom cocktail parties and Zoom cookathons and Zoom <laughs> family get-togethers. So the technology isn't a barrier anymore. It's, it's no. a good thing. I agree. I think it's changed the receptiveness of our customers to doing stuff online. I think if we'd have tried to do what we're doing now before the pandemic, we would have met with resistance. As you say, some people wouldn't even know how to work Zoom to come on and talk to you. Yeah. Now that's all gone and people yeah. are very receptive to using their time in a smart way, actually. So it's a very exciting time for forever, yeah, I think. It is. it is. And that's the key. You just said it is using your time smartly. You know, it's not about running around like a headless chicken and, and just try, you know, covering loads and loads of ground and do, do, do. It's just being smart with your time. And that is how with this industry, you can have it all. Whereas like you see some people with too much money, not enough time or too much time, not oh, enough money. Yeah. yeah. Whereas we that is how we have that balance is with the industry that we have, but working smartly. Yeah. Absolutely. Juliana, it's been fantastic to talk to you uh, this evening. Thanks for your great tips, especially for the new people tuned in. I'm sure they're going to benefit greatly from that. Can't wait to see what your check is at our virtual event coming up soon. And uh, we wish you every success for 2021. Thanks for everything that you do for Forever UK. Thank you. Thank you.